Yo, what it do? You already know where it's at, boys and girls. And as I always say, if you really a boy and girl, get the hell up off this podcast because we too grown for your ass. You hear me? Send your auntie, pop, mama, grandmama even because it's these young ass grandmas these days. <laughs> Send them in a the room to come kick it with us. You know what I'm saying? If it's for your first time, welcome. Thank you for coming in. Pull up a chair, get comfortable. For the returning guests, we missed y'all, man. So let's get to, oh, well, of course I have to introduce my dope-ass co-host. You feel me? I'm bugging. My bad, y'all. My you bad. Did. Don't give me no we, smoke. We I'm bad. About, we too excited about the topic. That's all. Listen, man, I'm just glad to be potting again. I'm glad to be alive another day, man. So sometimes I get a little ahead of myself. Coach ain't perfect, baby. <laughs> Coach ain't perfect, baby. Players mess up, too. Too. We all make mistakes. Don't be sorry. Don't be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't resist. <laughs> nah, well placed. Well placed. You know what I'm saying? This is, again, man, I'm trying to tell you, I picked fire coals, man. The chemistry and the everything be on point. You know what I'm saying? Like we y'all already see she funny. Y'all already see she witty. She wise. She beautiful. She strong. She dope. Heavy on the strong. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> Mimi, the goddess. What up, though? What up? And she's being flanked by none other than the freckled fat man himself. You know what I'm saying? Kyrie's second servants. You know what I'm saying? Splash Charles. Splash my effing Charles <laughs> in the building. So um, one of the things, uh, you know, we got our group chat and we send each other things. And uh, Misha sent me and Ace uh, this video that was kind of talking about, you know, because that's why I said heavy on the strong to kind of yeah. give y'all a hint as to what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And no, this ain't the strong black woman episode. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> that's that's another that'll be another story entirely. But just what I told her the other day, I'm over that shit. I'm on a soft life. You carry on. Uh, soft girl, soft girl. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Soft girl. Yeah, hey, we gotta I have that got episode. It. You got it. We gotta have that episode. We wait. We try to get another guest to make that episode pop. So that's to. just a preview for y'all. Yes. Um, but we talking about just the whole thing about. Uh, strong friends, man. Um, so everybody got a strong friend. I know y'all have seen the post, you know, checking on your strong friends, you know what I'm saying? And um, I think that it's understated uh, what it means to be a strong friend. So I'm going to let my marvelous co-host go ahead and lead us into the pastures of this conversation congregation. So for me, this is a very tough topic because I'm considered the strong friend. Um, I'm the person people depend on. I am the person people come to for money, advice, um, (laughs) help, babysitting, (laughs) food, like any and everything you could think of. I am people's uh, comfortable place. And I am always reliable, I'm consistent, and I'm strong. People, I've been that way since um, forever, because I'm the oldest, and I'm a Taurus. 
I just read something the other day um, that was like, Taurus, uh, we'll say Taurus don't have people. We are the people that Taurus mm. have. Like, I was like, we, we, Taurus are the people, the person that people have. Um, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I had therapy on Monday and I kind of brought that up with my therapist and, um, she was like, you know, Denisha, you're that strong friend. So in seeing that, and then this video from IG by Keita Rose, where she kind of broke down, like, why people are the strong friend. And what she said was, it's not necessarily because they want to be. It's necessarily because they have to be because they have had something traumatic happen to them to where mm. that's what they had to do. They learn to function that way. Um, they don't know how to be any other way. And they can't be any other way because no one will allow them to be any other way. And when I tell y'all, your girl, thug, so I had to drop some thug tears. I had wet eyes. Because I I feel like anytime that I need to take a break or ask for help or oop to someone else, it's a fail. It, because people are like, but you're strong. You got it. So a couple weeks or so ago, um, my uncle and my brother landed themselves in the hospital at the same time. My other brother and my nephew, who's one, my youngest nephew currently, they were shot at in a road rage incident. And literally the person that shot at the car literally shot every single bullet at the back door where my nephew was. And if Legend was not asleep, doing his normal, we call him due, so I call it normal due diligence, he would have been sitting up, holding on to the car seat, so it's like, and I posted it on social media and I still do because somebody better find this motherfucker before I do. Um, a bullet went through the handle of the car seat. It literally grazed over him. And if he was mm. asleep, he would have he took at least two to three bullets. So Jeez. dealing with that and, you know, just a, a, a situation that my uncle and brother are involved in that we thought went away but wasn't and it's like that whole week everyone was looking for me to help do this help do that um I, I box on Wednesdays and my mom was like um hey can you take and this was the day that my uncle went in the hospital and she was like hey can you take your uncle to the ER and I'm like no, I'm on my way to boxing. And it like killed me to say no. But I've come to learn that because I'm always there for everybody and I always drop everything for everybody, no one respects my boundaries. Mm. No one respects my priorities. No one respects anything that I need. So I think it was very shocking to her because, you know, through therapy, I'm putting boundaries in place and they're just getting stronger and stronger and stronger over time. And I think people are taking it the wrong way, but it's like, I'm trying to be a different kind of strong and mm -hmm. not be strong for everybody else. I'm trying to learn to be strong for myself. And 
people that are used to me being strong for them and shouldering everything and you know putting it on my back and you know carrying the team i'm not doing that anymore and they looking at me like i'm crazy and i'm like no i'm i'm literally looking out for myself i'm protecting myself i'm taking care of myself because none of y'all would do half of the shit a quarter of the shit any of the shit that i do for y'all y'all would do it for me mm. absolutely not and I, i'll never forget uh what was it might have been two years ago I don't know what in the world was going on. My nephew was going to the hospital, so I was coming to give my brother a ride. Okay? okay. He lives in the house with my parents. They both drive. But I had to drive all the way over there to give him a ride. So by the time I got there, like so much shit was going on. I think like I was just sitting in the driveway, like frustrated. And I was like, could you just tell him to hurry up? And so I literally bust out in tears. And my other brother was like, what the fuck is wrong? They have never seen me cry just not for nothing like a funeral right. some shit like that yes he was like oh fuck no fuck no nah nah y'all figure out another way to get to the hospital she going home something is wrong i'm like damn i cry and something is wrong like i gotta cry for y'all to be like give mm. her a break like i can't just say get somebody else to do it if i say that it's a problem like what's wrong with you why you got an attitude I don't got an attitude. Nigga, I'm tired. Like, I, I I work a nine to five like the rest of y'all motherfuckers. I'm trying to work out and stay healthy and consistent like most motherfuckers should. I'm also married. I'm dealing with that. Um, <laughs> Like, I'm luckily don't have kids, but I have a dog, so we all know that's just as bad. And <laughs> I just don't... I think strong people do themselves a disservice by not playing up their weaknesses sometimes because mm. when you do need that weak moment yo people look at you crazy and they call you weak <laughs> don't they what the fuck so you could be weak all the time and need my help but the moment i need to be weak i got a moment of weakness now i'm a i'm, I'm a weak ass motherfucker like i don't understand mm. this. I, 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 I don't get it and it, it's it's so tough because I've learned over the past year that I've had to put people in certain places to stop using me in that capacity and make them stand on their own too. And it's been very hard for me because I'm the person that wants to be there for everybody. I want to help everybody. I want to save people from themselves. And sometimes it's a detriment to me because right. don't nobody save me. I literally told someone like all that I was going through that week and they was like, but you strong, you got it. <clears throat> Motherfucker, I'm literally sitting here telling you that I'm struggling, but it's very weird for you to hear me have a mental break or a right. moment of weakness or the need to depend on someone else and I was absolutely floored by that. Like, I want to know why they treat the strong friends like that. <laughs> like, what, what? Why we gotta be strong all the time? All the time. All the time. We don't get no breaks. All gas, no breaks. 
And then when you flip on when you flip on a person because you tired of being strong and you start really like putting up those walls to protect mm-hmm. yourself and they mad they gotta try to scale them walls and they not making it over because you still building brick by brick by brick because you just know they gonna keep coming if you don't keep building. Facts. Yes, and it, it's, it gets very tiring, you know, and it's like, man, damn, you know, if I wasn't in therapy, I'd probably been lashed out, flashed out, flipped out, cussed <laughs> out someone by now and they've been like, fuck is wrong with you? Nigga, I'm normal. Y'all really don't think that I'm normal? Right. No. The answer is no, actually. <laughs> the actual answer is no, they don't. They absolutely don't. Like, what is that all about? Why are people not allowed to have those same moments that everyone else is able to have? So, uh, this kind of reminds me of what we mentioned on the OG podcast with the standards and expectations Ooh. episode. Yes, so <laughs> what you just said um, is crazy because what you just said like really brought that up for me when you was like, y'all get to be weak all the time, but I don't get no moments. I don't get no breaks. And it's like, it's fucked up, right? Because you set the bar so high by being excellent, by being reliable, by being dependable, by being a defender, by being a supporter, by being a financier, you know what I'm saying? Um, All these things that it's like, that's what people know you for. And yeah, you are, you've beneficial, but they too attached to the fact that you beneficial. There you go. I ain't gonna lie. That fab line is the gift they keep on giving. I love it. Fair things to say. Except I use it in a context like I beneficial. You niggas think it's just beneficial. Like you know what I'm saying? But that's but that's really what it is. Like you you just said it. Like you beneficial. Like people who've been in your life, people who've been your friends, they know like he's really that. She's really that. And it's like, but there's people who also see and don't recognize it like that's an amazing person and that's a dope person. They just see the benefits. So it's like, oh, no, no, she, if I get in good with her, I get access to, you know, X, Y, Z, so forth and so on. And it's just kind of like, it's crazy because it's people you love that do it, not like consciously, not like trying to victimize you. It's literally, you just set the expectations that I get it done. If you need it done, I'm going to find a way to get it done. So while other people sitting here, that's the thing. You don't know any other way. And because of that, it's just who you are. And instead of seeing that that's who you are and that's what makes you special, people hold you to it. And you can't be nobody but who you are. Meanwhile, it's crazy as hell because meanwhile, the person who's not reliable, the person who is, you know, the failure, they're allowed to come through in the clutch and we make a big deal. Oh my God, yo! It's like they hit the game when the shot. It's a big deal. Whereas in the person who's always dependable, not only do you not get a break from being that person, it actually becomes appreciated less over time because now it's just the expectation. That you're going to do it because you've always done it. 
You know what I'm saying? I'll get a little into personal myself with it and knowing that, you know, my wife has been that person in her family where she's the go-to person. Um, me and her were just talking the other day and I can't remember which relative she said, but somebody was asking her stuff about the computer and she's like, I went to Penn State initially <laughs> for, for, for math, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, actuarial science. That sounds technical. I graduated. I graduated with a behavioral sciences degree. Neither one of those include IT specialties. <laughs> I ain't got it. Get somebody else to do it. <laughs> I have not been working in the IT field all this time. But because this person has called me over to figure out this, because she's good at problem solving. Because she can figure out, okay, well, this could work if we try that. Because she's resourceful in areas where she has even no expert, expertise. Right. It's like, well, we'll just call her for everything and anything. Why not? Stop calling me. Why not? Who else? Stop calling me. Come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like how you said, you know, your brother was there with two people who drive and they called you. Yeah. Hey, you know, let, let Monica come. Let Wanky come like the pilot on on the stove. Um, I'm 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 sorry. Ain't there a grown ass man in the house? Uh, okay. Okay. No. He. It, what? Mm. And see, and, and I liken it to, and I've also been a strong friend in situations, and I liken it to, uh, you know, what I mean, uh, on top of being a basketball fanatic, I'm also a geek, so I liken it to Superman. Um, outside of maybe more modern times in writing for comic book characters, Superman has been going on for however many years, longer than I've been alive. And for most of his existence, he was not asked, was he okay? Buildings fall on top of him. He's moved planets with his bare hands. He's gone back in time. He's fought his worst nemesis. And it's not like how you said we broke down and cried. It's not until somebody uses kryptonite against him, his weakness, to where he literally can't perform. He can't be who he usually is that people are trying to help him up and check on him. And are you okay? Are you okay? No, because he'll come through. You know, Lois stupid behind always getting herself in jams and getting thrown off of buildings. Why? Because if she yells, he knows, she knows he knows her voice and he's going to drop what he's doing to make it there. You had his best friend who was a reporter who had a freaking watch with a tone that only Superman could hear. So he knew I could go ahead and I could take cameras in this place where I, my ass shouldn't even be because I ain't got no squabbles and I ain't got no strap. So I shouldn't be there at all. <laughs> that's it, that's all shit. <laughs> Get you some squabbles, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But let's he talk know. about that. Let's talk about that. Not only do they use you being weakened as a moment to kind of do their little due diligence or check-ins. But sometimes people use your weaknesses against you. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Because, so everybody knows my littles, as I like to call them, I will do anything for them. And that gets used against me heavily because they know I'm not going to say no to them. Bang. 
And it's like, oh, y'all some crafty motherfuckers. So y'all just gonna put this on the kids? Like y'all, y'all gonna y'all gonna y'all gonna put it on the kids' backs? It's crazy. And I mean, even like, so you know, my goddaughter is getting older and she's very she's be 16. So we know she's a teenager who's very smart, very manipulative, knows how to work the system. Yeah. She know that I'm gonna do anything for her. So she go on her way to ask me for all kind of wild shit. And it wasn't until recently when I kind of was sitting here like, <laughs> somebody said, when was the last time you talked to Marley? And then I just kind of like started going through the conversation. And I was like, she called me when she wanted to get out the house. When she wants something to get out of or she she want to go get something to eat because she don't want what's at home or she trying to go somewhere and she need a ride i.e. like a football game um or she wants something right i mean it will text me there is no hey mimi how are you doing checking in on you just gonna see how you doing it's hey mimi do you have any of this Da-da-da. hey mimi can you give me this hey mimi can you take me here hey mimi what are you doing oh because i was gonna see if you wanted me to come over because Yo, like talking to my therapist <clears throat> on Monday, I was like fed up. Like, there's one of my holding pattern relationships she was talking about. And mm. uh, like, she was like, what do you want for Christmas? I said, nothing. She was like, you sure? And then it was like, question mark. Do you have HBO Max? I was like, yes and no. And so she texted me the other night and was like, Hey Mimi, is it uh can you send me the Zen in the jar site? And do you have any extra Zen in the jar stuff you don't use? And for those who don't know, I hate the plug, but Zen in the jar is a, I guess I'll call her like a natural fragrance and skincare line. I'm addicted. Shit smells amazing. Every time I wear it, people ask me what the fuck I got on, and I own probably like more shit than I need to own. But she, she, my, my goddaughter makes scrubs. So she has gotten to the point where she wants to use my expensive oils as add-ins to her scrubs. So she's asking me if I had any extra to spare. And I have plenty because I'm a hoarder. And when I'm addicted to something, I'm OCD. But for your ass, no, I don't. And then she was like, mm. can you send me the site? Um, and I was like, go on IG and type in Zen in a jar. Like lazy. Because people know I'm I'm gonna feed you all of the information you oh, need to you be need. Free. So I was like, no, do it yourself. Like I'm and I'm I'm really on this get somebody else to do a shit right now. So I answered her and was like, and I'm doing well. Thank you for asking, Marley, but you have a good night. Yo, when I tell you she replied and was like, Oh, I'm it was like three hours later. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't even see this. I'll text you in the morning. <laughs> I was like, yo, I ain't tripping. Like this is the shit that I be talking about. Like, why don't people check in on their strong friends? Like, what is the problem with that? Like, we why we gotta be the ones doing all the check-ins? Because you've already set the standard and it damns you. And it's crazy. It's it is crazy. crazy. It's like that's why, that's why strong friends who have those few friends that check on them value them so much because intimate relationships ooh blood um but that's why because it's like 
Like I have a friend who, you know what I'm saying, pretty much I I don't know I don't know if I ever asked her for anything outside of maybe money for the vending machine when we work together. <laughs> but it's like I could ask her for anything. Like I could literally be like, hey, spot me, can you spot me 50? Hey, um, if you're gonna drive through West, can I get a ride? Yeah. And it would be nothing to her to be like, yo, you right. got it. You got it because she's the person who's usually making it happen in life and people just expect her to because she always does. Like you said, she don't know no other way. So then, you know what I'm saying? When somebody just comes to her and just says like, hey, what's going on with you? How's everything? I'm all right. I'm all right. What's up with you? No, I was just checking on you. I ain't, I ain't really had nothing else to say. I was just checking on you, though. Just making sure you was good. Yeah. And then, I, like, that would literally be, like, a lot of my conversations. Just, like, I know she, you stay busy. We got really cool during that part when we was working together. We literally was helping each other through the training process and stuff like that. Right. And I just think you a solid-ass person. And it's like, Knowing you got a lot on your plate, I know how it feels to be the person that makes things happen and nobody oh, asks if you survive. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not even that's the that's the thing. It's not even so much you making things happen for me because that would be beautiful if you did. But sometimes I don't even need that. Sometimes a strong person doesn't even need that. They just need to know that somebody else cares. Exactly. So just that, hey, I know you've been running around a lot. You all right? You trying to, you trying to, you trying to slide through. You know what I'm saying? I got some wings and some, you know what I'm saying? Some wings and things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I know, I know you into such and such, Um, you know, yeah, you, you know, I heard you, you know, just was doing some work out in Philly, Mish. Um, I'm going to slide up to Max's and grab a cheesesteak if you got time you want to pull up. Thank you. you know what I'm saying? Little stuff like that. Or just, mm-hmm. hey, man, you just trying to kick it. it you know what I'm saying? The little things that count for us strong people because... Like, yeah, no, I, I'll come get you. I'll come I'll come scoop you at such and such time. Don't even worry about it. You know what I mean? Hey, man, you just trying to get out the house. You know what I'm saying? Just little stuff like that where it's like, yo, I see you. I recognize you. And I appreciate you. And I know that you're such a giver that you need something put back in your tank. Yo, because we be empty all the time. That's the problem with the strong friends. They got the empty because all you do is give, 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 give. And they be like, oh, well, you know, you can't give on an empty cup. Wrong, wrong, because the strong friends give out of these empty ass cups, and that's why they be damaged. Yeah. It's be the cracks in the cup you can't see. Yeah. But because they're a strong friend, they still manage to hold it together. Yeah. That's why I use the Superman analogy. That's why I use his relationship analogy with those two fictional characters, because it's like you said, those are his weaknesses. Those are the people that know they are his weakness, yep. that know, like how you use Mark. That geek knows, that photographer knows that he has priority in Superman's life. That's the word right there. He knows that he holds a 
special space. Like, don't get me wrong. If you was to just shoot a citizen and Superman couldn't get there in time, he'd be sad. He'd be heartbroken. But if you shoot Jimmy Olsen, you might get your arm lasered off from the sky. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Because that's his man's. That's his best friend. That's the homie. You know what I'm saying? If you smack a girl through a, a, a glass, you know, a glass a window, you know, Superman can come and grip you up and scare you a little bit. If you shove Lois Lane too hard, you gonna end up in the hospital. That's your ass, Mr. Postman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know you done fucked up, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because those are the weaknesses. Those are the people they go hardest for. And these strong friends, these people have those people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. should I bring it up? I'm going to bring it up. Uh, you know, because, again, I'll use my wife as an example of the strong friend. Like, my, you know, she's been that person for a lot of people. And she had a friend that we was growing up in college with who literally did not return the sentiment. And if you know, if by any chance she ever hears this, I don't care. Okay. You didn't. You didn't. I, I, you were trash. What they say, receipts. You, I, you know what I'm saying? Say whatever you want. Tell whoever you want. You could tell whoever you roll with whatever you want. But me and you know what's going on. Right. We know that what happened, real. and we know what didn't happen. Okay. There was times where she needed you to be there for her, and you wasn't there for her in the fashion that she needed you to be there for. Even though you called yourself being there for, you was there for her because you needed your friend back. You wasn't there for her because she was down and she needed somebody to support her in that fashion. You just needed her to get over whatever it was that she was going through so that she could be there for you. And that's fucked up. Selfish. It's it's trash. But you know, I feel and like strong you- friends have to deal with these people I'm all the time. A lot of strong friends. That is typically what their circle is made of and it's really damning because you love these people to no one end but you know that they don't love you the same way and it's like you know i'm a tourist so you know we could go to the whole loyalty thing and you know i got a set of standards and expectations i have a moral code there's just certain things i don't do people that i fuck with you know i fuck with them heavy and you know i'm gonna do whatever for them but it's it's really really heartbreaking when you know that even if they could they wouldn't do the same thing for you that you do for them cold peace mental capacity and all the 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 moral support the conversations like the money, the, you know, the small gifts, the thoughts, the, I mean, they make it seem like it's so difficult to do, but they don't think anything of it when you do it for them on a regular basis. It's almost like you said, it's kind of like a set standard. Like it's an expectation. There it is. It's an expectation. Like this is what you always do. So why are you not doing it? They never question, are they the reason why you're no longer doing it? They think it's got something else to do with it. No, it's you. I'm tired of doing this same shit for you over and over and over again with no return on investment. And and let's go back to the part that you mentioned from the Keita Rose video oh. that people never stop to think that this person is so dynamic, not just because they're gifted, not just because they're capable, 
because something happened to them in life where they had no other choice but to be that person. Whether it's whether it's there we go. I was about to point to that. Whether you you're the oldest, whether whether you're uh, the Cinderella of the bunch, to where there was other people older and more capable than you, but they picked you, mm-hmm. and you've been conditioned, damn near brainwashed. It's definitely conditioning. It's definitely because, conditioning. Uh, and, and I say damn near brainwashed because people like the strong friends, like that. That much I could say. I've been a strong friend, but I've been in enough situations and I've seen how my mom carried it to know where there was the limit to start curving things and behaving different. But I've seen it in other people where they don't have that because they've been brainwashed to feel terrible about saying no. That's me. That's me. That's like me. they literally had that conflict. Like I know that person needs me. And if I don't do it, what if it doesn't get done for them? Yeah. Yeah. They should be able to do it for themselves. But damn. It's that what if, what if, what if it don't, what if, what if things go so, and that's the thing, like, that's that's conditioning and brainwashing, in my opinion, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm not even gonna lie, that's me, a lot of times where it's been my first forethought to say no, then those afterthoughts is what eat me up and come to the forefront and say, but if you don't do this, then here's the consequences and repercussions, and that's going to affect this, this, that, and the third. Or half of the time, if it affects the children, then I'm just kind of like, oh, I can't have it. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve mm-hmm. it. They don't do that. You know, they don't have nothing to do with that. No, it's really hard. And then it's also, you know, the conditioning and brainwashing that you're supposed to do anything for your friends. Your there friends, it is. Because you love them. Those are the people, you know, that are your people. And if you don't, you don't really care about them as much as you you think you do. And you don't want nobody to be mad at you because low key, the strong friends, Jai got hero syndrome sometimes. They want to say, Ooh, yeah. You know, yeah, talk they, about it. You know, and I used to, you know, my sister said something to me. She was like, you know, she basically tried to say that I do all that I do because I want some type of cred for it like I want the accolades and whatnot and I had to tell her I was and I think this is what started me on my path of get somebody else to do it um and I was like and it had something to do with cooking um and I was like no I do what I do because I like to see people I love and care about happy right and then I just it it dawned on me y'all motherfuckers don't care if I'm happy or not Mm. long as y'all happy long as I'm doing whatever I gotta do to make y'all happy and help y'all happiness and it's convenient for y'all y'all don't care about inconveniencing me child I, I like I literally and I think that's why my Thanksgiving was so horrible last year because this is when I started setting the standard that no get somebody else to do it no I ain't making a macaroni and cheese no I ain't cooking like I literally said after my brother's baby shower I was like I'm not doing shit else. Y'all got it because y'all, y'all, y'all expect way too much of me, and it's never enough. And I have to start focusing on myself, you know. And then, of course, you know, focusing on my, you know, the situation at hand with my marriage and what I was going to do about that. And I was like, no, I can't, I can't deal with that right now. I don't care to be people pleasing because, it, like, being a strong friend, sometimes you are in the form of people pleasing. Yes, you, you want to believe it or not. Whether you, know? you want to believe it or not. 
you know, so it was just like, and when I tell you the backlash and the turmoil that I had to deal with because somebody thought I was just going out of my way to ruin a holiday because you know this was my first time the having a holiday at my house. And, oh, so we're gonna make this shit about you? Mm. Not like I didn't tell y'all in October. Matter of fact, I told you in September mm. that I wasn't doing shit. This was it. I, I, I did what I said I was gonna do. I said I would bring the beverages. Um, I went and got the stuff, the grocery shopping. I did the leg work. I did the prep work, but I'm not doing nothing else. I literally ate my little food, packed up, and I left. And motherfuckers was mad. They talked mad shit about me. And I had to like hash that out through therapy. And it came to the realization like, y'all mad because normally I say I'm not going to do something. And I fucking turn around and do it anyway. And because this time I stood on that shit, y'all couldn't handle it. Y'all couldn't. Because how dare you? Come away from the standard that you set and fuck the expectations that they are allowed to have. How dare you? And, and that's, I think that's what really started me down the fuck you path. Like, no, I ain't got it. No, I ain't doing it. Get somebody else to do it. I'm not available. And, you know, I've, I've developed this um, just because I'm free don't mean I'm available. There, that's right. My free like time it. doesn't mean it's availability for me. I'm sorry. That's what it's all. You know, and I'm not going to drop everything I'm doing. It's like, um, even like doing stuff for work, I've had to scale back on that because it's okay. like people, like if I'm out and people text me normally, especially if it's, you know, like people that I work with on a regular basis and I know they know they can hit me up now, even the people I'll be like, look, I'm off today. So, uh, unless my project is in dire straits or something, or we got an emergency, Something on the base them blown up. I'll talk to you about this when I'm back in Because I'm tired of being so accessible. Boundaries. Exactly. So when my sister finally decided to talk to me about Thanksgiving, you know, she wrote me this long ass text message. And the old Demisha would have been boom, thumb thugging. <laughs> what? What? I said, I'm sorry you feel that way. It wasn't my intention to make you feel that way. Um, I'm just in a space where I'm protecting myself mentally, physically, and emotionally. Um, but nothing I said changes going forward. This is what it's going to be. I hope you can understand that. And she was like, she on the phone like a couple days later and was like, so do you want to talk about that? No, I said what I said. Because it's like, I'm not going to go back and forth and debate with you about how I'm going to have to stop being ever present for y'all all the time. You're not going to shame me for not wanting to be the strong friend, family member, sister, aunt, you know, I'm not doing it no more. Daughter, I'm not doing it no more. Like I, I can't because it's becoming way too much for me. So unhealthy. It's very unhealthy and I think that's why in listening to Keita Rose's video, you know, it had me over here, you know, being a squishy gangster because I'm like, damn, like, where was this type of content 10 years ago? <sighs> People you didn't know, want to talk about it. it, it People it, didn't it, want to talk about exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. Shoot, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Earth Gang has a song on the uh, on the album 
the Ghetto Guys album, um, Strong Friends, where that's literally hook, like checking on your strong friends, man. Like, you got to. Yeah. You got to, because everybody too. needs some. Yeah. We go through shit, too. And it's like, for me, because I I'm have... Sure I got the right album. <laughs> I have a seasonal affective disorder. It's like around mm. this time of year, I, yep, I have to guys. force myself out the house. I have to force myself to events and activities. Um, my energy is very low. And my tolerance for people is very low. And people just be still expecting me to show up, show up, show up, show up. And I've had to set boundaries when my phone goes on do not disturb at a certain time. Um, I've learned to not answer every phone call I receive. Everything's not an emergency. I don't reply. Like, I used to be the person where I would clear all my notifications. I gotta reply. I gotta check this. Now, I probably got 78 text messages that ain't been checked. I hate those. I hate the bubbles. You know, when you go on IG, so like I'll open up people's chats just to get rid of the number because my OCD won't allow me to see it. And I'm like, I'll get to it later. And some people I do say, hey, look, I'm just not in a mental space where I could just be on social media all day. Um, I try to focus more on my fitness side because that's what's more positive and prevalent for me at this moment. Um, and it's funny because I literally logged on onto the chat that we were having the other day and saw that video from Keita and I was just talking to Tracy about, you know, tourists don't have people. We are the person that people have. And uh, I was telling her um, about my therapy session, like I said, and she was like, I'm just so sorry that you feel like that. And I, I sent her this Glorilla song it's called Out Loud Thinking. And she, the first line was, when you, when you treat, when you make people the strongest when you treat, hold up, because I sent her the lyrics to it. So let me read it properly, because I don't want to be fucking up this girl music. <laughs> not, not, not Glorilla. I'm a bitch. When they treat you like the strongest, it make you the weakest. Mm. The one that's always going to come through in any battle, need it. I got you. But my pride so big that if I need it, I'm going to keep it a secret. I was like, this song right here, literally, what did she say? So if I ever ask for help, that mean I really need it. I was like, that, that and that's need, a fact. That need to be my theme song right there because I tell people all the time, if I ask you for help, if I ask you to do something for me, it's because I absolutely have figured out every option that I thought could work for me to do it myself, and it's not possible. Right. If I ask you for something, which is rare, I don't really ask people for shit. Like, emergency, nah, can you go back to the house and get my shoes, please? Like, Work. that's the type of stuff I ask people for. I'm never gonna say, hey, can I borrow no money? Like, I'm gonna figure out how to hustle and go get it. Like, I'm not fitting to ask nobody for no money. You know, I, I just, I, I, I can't. It's just certain things that I'm like, I'm gonna do for myself before I fair. ask anyone. So I always tell people, if I come to you asking you for anything, ask a strong friend. Please understand, you are my last resort. Yep. And why does it got to be like that? Like, I think that's the most ridiculous part about being the strong friend. Like, you know you could or should or would ask someone else to do it. But for me, I know it's the rejection and the dejection mm -hmm. for me. Like, it's going to annoy me. And it's I'm not you. It's, 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 I'm telling you, it's all of them. It's all, all, all the strong friend type people had that same issue. 
Because you know in your heart of heart and in your head, I don't ask for stuff because I always get it done. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I want to hear is you telling me, no, you're not going to. It's one thing if somehow you physically can't, like it's impossible for you to do. That's like, damn, all right. But it's one thing when somebody says no, and you know they would if they could. It's another thing when they don't and they can. But they they just won't. Man, listen. I'm going to throw this girl under the bus one more time on this example. (laughs) So I'm I'm, I'm off campus at this point. Um, Not off campus. I actually left State College because I was up there for a couple more years Mm -hmm. after I got out of school, after I, you know, uh, dropped out. So I was up there working or whatever. I'm with my lady, you know, doing what we do. So at this point, I'm not making hardly no money up there. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like a motherfucker. Um, My job is skimping on hours. You know what I'm saying? So this whole making ends meet thing is not looking perfect. It ain't meeting. Um, And it's like, all right, well, let me go ahead and um, see what's going on back home in Philly. So some opportunities, like, all right, listen. Go and list, get this bread. I know you got to stay up here because you still enrolled. You still got classes. But, you know, we, we going to long distance love this thing out till you come home. We got it. So, um, and I was planning on going back up in the fall anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, you know, need to bring some paper. I need to stack yeah. some bread. So while I'm home, you know, on the paper chase, she goes and reaches out to her friend and is like, um, you know, while I'm moving out of here, I just need a place to put my stuff, you know, um, right quick during the summer. Her friend says, um, let me think about it. This is the same friend who, this is the same friend who basically when you lost your housing early on, in your schooling years, you basically became her roommate. This is the same friend who, when she didn't have no bread, took part of her bread to make sure you ate one night. Uh-uh. Even though your boyfriend said, hey, don't order the most thing, expensive thing on it, because clearly she's treating you with the little bit of bread that she got. You know what I mean? We was all hurt at that point. You know what I mean? Oh, My bread so low. My bro, my bread low, her bread non-existent. You know what I mean? My 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 girl bread low. You know what I mean? Art bread low, and if art bread low, that's saying something. You feel me? Because his money ain't never funny, baby. That's one thing about Hey, he got that paper from somewhere. He go go get it. Yeah, it's like. And it's like for three of us, it's like our bread is low because we're handling the responsibility. Right. Y'all definitely been responsible. Little Mr. Checkbook over here. Whereas in your bread is non existent because you did things outside of your means. So that's why you have nothing now. Right. And you got to eat with us because you can't afford food for yourself. Terrible. But then not only do you order something more expensive, and instead of just her just drawing a line and being like, listen, you're going to order within this pocket and you don't eat. She pays for it anyway. Aww. And then you go back and eat the last of it before she could wake up the next morning. All this that she's done for you, all these licks that she's taken for you, all this humiliation, all these different things. And the one time, the one time she literally needs you to do something, 
you got to think about it. Mm-mm. And then you came back to it weeks later to almost some, oh, yeah, no, it's a problem. She's like, no, I already, I already got that figured out. I'm, I'm, I already got somebody that's going to be moving with them that time. So don't even worry about it. She's waiting sure? around. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. She waited her out because she knew she was going to get a handle. And I felt the same way. I felt the same way, Nish. I felt the same way that she was counting on her having to figure it out so that she could come by and then act like, well, I did say yes. And it's like, that shit is crazy. Yeah, that shit's bogus. And I hate it. Like, And I, I feel like people play the long game with shit like that because they can't, again, step outside of themselves to do something for someone that would do anything for them. And it's like, I think for me, I know my main issue with being a strong friend is everyone else is a priority, but I'm never anyone else's priority. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, well, damn, I prioritize the shit out of y'all motherfuckers, but the moment I need to be prioritized, what? I'm bottom of the barrel. I'm back burner. Yep. What the fuck? Like, I'll be like, Lord Jesus. Like, if I flip out on y'all, y'all don't think I'm crazy. But when I start saying what I got to say, it's going to make a whole lot of sense, though. Because the thing is, y'all not doing what y'all doing in order to get something back. But it's like... At all, because I don't need shit from nobody. But it's like, yo, in this rare occasion, can you love on me the way I love on you? you Better yet, can you love me like you say you do? Is it, because is you can't love on me. You can't <laughs> love on me the way I love on you because I'm the strong friend. So the way I love on you, I'm constantly blessing you. I'm constantly looking out for you. I'm constantly doing all these things for you. You're not going to be on my level. I shouldn't expect yeah. that from you. Yeah. But you know what I should expect from you? The love that you espouse, that you have for me, that you preach, that you have for me, that yeah. you want me to think that you have for me. Just yeah. stand on it this time. That's all. Yeah. Just stand That's on it this true. time and make it a verb. You know what I'm saying? Because it's surely an action verb. You feel me? Take it off the noun and people make it a verb. People don't be making it no action verb. like this. No, because people treat it like a noun, like it's a person, place, or thing. I'm in love. I love him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like love is, love is a person or love is this thing that is on me as yeah. opposed to I'm loving someone yeah. by doing X, Y, Z. I always yeah. say, for me, it's like I hear your mouth moving. I see your mouth moving. I hear what you're saying. But I also see what you're doing and what you're not doing. Yeah, it is. So it's always actions speak louder than words for me. And people say a whole lot of shit that don't line up with what they're doing. And it'd be annoying to me. It's like, because if the shoe was on the other foot, then y'all be riding my back. Yeah, it is. And it's like, yeah, it is. It, it's, it's a double standard. It's uneven, you know, expectations. Unfair as fuck. It's, yeah, it's, it's like lopsided relationships. And I, it's borderline abusive when you think about it. It, it is very, it is is very narcissistic and very narcissistic abusive, like for real, because they bait you into feeling sorry for not doing what you normally do for them. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? I think that's, I think that's the worst part is the fact that they can't accept the no. And that's the part that kills me. It's like, but why? Because I fucking said so. <laughs> why am I no not good enough? I, why, why, why am I no not good enough? I owe you an explanation. 
Like, I'll never forget my therapist was like, you have to... What did she say? You have to weigh the value of... What happened now? No, I'm saying like that that line stuck with me. Why is my no not good enough? Why is my no not good enough? Like no is a complete fucking sentence. It, it, Ooh, and, come on. Because <laughs> I No is so. a complete sentence. Damn. Like come you, on. You have to weigh the value of your yes and the meaning of your no. Okay, Mina. I was like, damn. That's fire. She was like, because you might be saying yes to something that really doesn't have any type of benefit for you mentally, physically, spiritually, or emotionally. She was like, and your no might benefit you mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. She was like, because it might put you in a position where you're avoiding a lot of stuff that you don't want to deal with by saying no. And she was like, you know, sometimes saying yes, that, that, you saying yes to more than what someone is signing you up for sometimes. So it was like, yeah, when you say yes, set those boundaries. So now when they ask me to babysit, how long is this event? Oh, okay. <laughs> I expect y'all back by eight o'clock. You know, and it's like, I don't want to do that, but there have been times where it's like, oh no, I'll babysit. And then, oh, we're only going to be gone a few hours. And now I'm standing outside. Listen, a few hours to me, and I went to an academic high school, it's like two, three. Y'all been gone for six. Da, 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 da. And now I got to show you my whole ass that you ain't never seen before. Because I ain't <laughs> never had to act up on you like this. And then it's like, now everybody trying to calm me down because I seem irate and crazy. But no, I'm frustrated because I feel like you're playing in my face. You're using me. You're, you're, you're abusing the privileges that I've extended to you. And people want to make it seem like, why are you acting like that? No, why are you acting like that? Why, why you don't you respect what I'm doing for you? Because it's a fucking courtesy, for real. I don't have to do shit for you. I, so my, my seventh grade teacher, I don't got to do shit but stay black and die. Somebody was like, and pay taxes. She said, I don't got to pay taxes. She was like, read the laws. I ain't paying nobody taxes. I was like, Lord Jesus, stay black and die. That's what she said. I ain't got to do shit but stay black and die. <laughs> And that's just where I'm at with These you. days you don't even got to stay black. I feel bad. Well, I used to feel bad. Now I don't. It's more comfortable for me to lean into that. Nah, I ain't really the strong friend you're looking for today. I, I ain't got it. I, I can't do it. You know, and, and it's really, I only go out my way for people that I know will go out their way for me at this point. And I don't mean no harm, it sounds shallow, but if I if I feel like you stutter stepping on me, you're gonna give me any flat. When I ask you to do something, you dead. I'm not I'm not asking you to do nothing and don't ask me to do shit. I'ma circumvent you every time. And then when you feel like I done cut you out of my life, I'ma simply say, we we don't have a fair and balanced relationship. It's not equal. We we're we're unequally yoked over this jump. Like I'm doing more for you than you ever gonna wanna ever do for me. Right. willingly or unwillingly and it sucks because you hate to take that stance with people that you love but you absolutely have to because i'm just gonna go ahead and say it people like me get the shit abused out of them used and abused and it's like you don't want to do the comparison and the matching up and the you know 
it, it sucks. But it's like if you sit there and did the listing of what you do for a person, vice what they do for you, you don't be it looks like, crazy. It looks crazy. Well, I look like a whole fool out this motherfucker. And that's the thing. You normally don't get the listing until it's not nothing being done for you. Yep. Yep. Because but at that point, your mind is actually starting to. There it is. You're too far there it is. Rabbit hole. You can't pull yourself back from doing it because, like we said, now it's an expectation, right? Because you've been doing it for so long. It's like, now, why not? What, what's changed? Nigga, the fact that you ain't changed. The fact that you still doing shit the same way. And it ain't nothing you doing for me. Mm. You ain't looking out for me. You know, I, I tell people, I always look out for the cookout. I always make sure people straight. Like people, like you said, I'm the person that got the resources. I'm the person that got the money. I'm the person that got the ideas. I can problem solve. I'm quick with it. You know, I'm tired though. Hey. <laughs> I'm tired though. <laughs> I am so tired though. I, and you get to be. I literally am like, like I'm, I'm be being funny, but then I'm not being funny. I want to be people's priority these days. I want to live a soft life. I don't want to be asked for shit. Let me offer it. Don't ask me. I like that. <laughs> don't ask me. You know, I, 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 I'm a Taurus. I like gifts. I want people to buy me shit that I like too. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I want somebody to think about me. You know, I, you ain't got to buy me a Louis bag. I, but like, nigga. I know you buy a lot of Jordans. I know you buy a lot of workout clothes. I bought you a gift card to contribute to that. You know, just, I know you like desserts. <laughs> like, I love flowers. Like, buy me some flowers. I don't know. I just feel like something. it's something, you know. A little, I mean? little token of appreciation. Right. A little you symbol know, of love. Let, let's go grab something to eat. I know you like tacos. No, I don't, I don't get none of that. I, I've been asking for Ethiopian food for two years. <laughs> Damn. I'm like, you know, I want to take myself to dinner. <laughs> it, it, it's tough. And, you know, I I want to say to all of the strong friends out there, stay strong, but stay strong for yourself. Do for yourself. Put yourself first. Love yourself the most. Prioritize your mental, your physical, your spiritual, and your emotional over any and everything and everyone. Because if you don't, your traumatic breakdown is going to be fucking horrible. And I know because I, I did it. I, I went through it. I've been there, done that. I was in therapy for the last three years, every two weeks, and I still felt like that wasn't enough. Um definitely been depressed mm -hmm. you know it, it, it takes a toll on you really yeah and it's more sure. less because you feel like people don't love you the way you love them and that's that's the worst part of it all yep listen you put it perfect i ain't got nothing i ain't, ain't <laughs> you put the bow on that yeah. and so we just gonna close <laughs> we gonna close out on yeah, that note like right? you know what i'm saying <laughs> Because, I mean, you just gave the best advice to, you know, the strong friend crew, the strong friend core, <laughs> yeah. all y'all out there, take heed to what she said, and to the non-strong friends people, like, 
Man, check on your yeah, strong friend, man. You know. Like, check on all your friends, of course, but you know who that person is. You right. know who the superhero in your life is, who that person out the crew. You know what I'm saying? You know who that person is. Right. You know. So just, just show them some facts. <laughs> like, honestly, sometimes just giving them a safe place to land, you'll be surprised how much that does for them, that they get to come to you and talk about how stressful it is, mm-hmm. that they get to sit there and, you know, confide in you, that they get to, you know, maybe even they need to cry on your shoulder because everywhere else they don't feel safe letting that guard down. That's um, an intimate friendship relationship I was talking about. We mm, want the blood that there we go. Vulnerabilities and intimacies. You know, be vulnerable with, and you know, I find that typically my vulnerable friends are people that are just like me. And that's that's usually the truth because that's yeah. a person who can relate. They, you know, they need that too. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying. But so definitely, find your village. man, find your strong friend village because we be commingling. We just don't know it. Sometimes we just don't talk about it. You know. Um, but yeah, that's a good one. Village. I'm about to start a little support group. <laughs> and listen, you might have, listen. You might you might mess around and save a couple of people with that because they just didn't understand. They still under the conditioning and brainwashing. Yeah, but definitely know. for for the average person, man, listen, you'd be surprised how little it takes, man. How little it takes. Yeah. Just go ahead and check up on them. You know, hey man, I ain't want nothing. I ain't want nothing. Yeah, you know, or even a phone call. I know people don't like to be on the phone these days like that, but just call them up. Hey, man, I ain't want nothing. I just want to make sure you was good. My cousin did that for me, I want to say, either last year or the year before last. That's all he did. My cousin Red just hit me up. Hey, what's up, cuz? I'm like, what's up? And I I mean, I was going through some stuff mentally at the time and emotionally. He was like, ain't nothing, cuz. I ain't want nothing. I was just calling to see if you was good. And I'm like, that perfect helped time. me finish my week yep. because I wasn't good. Yeah, perfect time. And I didn't even know how to tell him I wasn't good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Be genuine about it. Like, but the mean, fact that he just said, I, I, ain't, want I ain't want nothing. I ain't want nothing. Like, like that says way. that I'm literally here for mm-hmm. you and just that. Yep. Just that. Yep. And you'd yep. be surprised how much pressure you take off that person. For that person to know yeah. that all they love and everything they do is not in vain because somebody out here in this circle that they're involved in loves them too. Yeah. I mean a bit genuine with it. I know like I Oh for sure. I have a Yeah, don't don't pump feet. That's nasty. Sister, <laughs> uh, two of them that I'm still really, really cool with. And uh one of them is in North Carolina and today's her birthday. And so her and I had like a really long conversation back in September and I kept saying I'm going to come down and come visit. She was like, I got a room for you and everything. You can work from here. And of course, because life be life, and I ain't made it down there. Two holidays, I was supposed to take the long weekend to go. But she's always like on my mind um, because of the conversation we had. So today's her birthday. So I call her. Phone went straight to voicemail. Hmm. Okay. I said, well, I ain't going to leave a message just yet. So I text her. Hey, I called you. Phone went to voicemail. I called her again. Phone just rang. Uh... No voicemail set up. So I text her again. And she finally texts me back. She calls me Sugar Wooger because that's what my grandmother and then used to call me. The people on my uh, grandma's block called me Sugar Wooger. She was like, Sugar Wooger, I'm going to call you back. I've been, uh, she said, I've been at the spa for six hours and I just got back to my phone. I said, no need to call me back. 
I just wanted you to know that I was thinking about you on your birthday. I hope you are definitely enjoying your day and relaxing. Feel free to call me another day. I just wanted you to know that I didn't forget it was your birthday. And I wanted to tell you that I love you and hope you're having a good day. She was like, you don't know how much that meant to me. I literally done called this girl two or three times, text her two or three times. Most motherfuckers would be like, I done called and I done tried it. None genuine be effort. Genuine. Be genuine with this shit. Like, stop genuine stop effort. People because you doing for people because you using people. That's crazy to me. Like, mm. Genuine effort takes a long way with these. Goes a long way with these strong friend folk. It does. It does. It really does. You know what I'm saying you putting you putting a little bit back in their tank. Yep. You know what I'm saying to yeah, help them go ahead and finish their race. <laughs> it's necessary, man. It helps me push through. I'm not gonna lie. So. That's real talk. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Uh, thank you one again, once again, for joining us for you know an in-depth conversation. You know what I'm saying we be bearing our souls a little bit. We be putting yeah. some stuff out there. Yeah. Um, ain't no apologies to anybody who get offended. If you got offended, it was just because the truth convicted you, and uh, you don't know how to deal with it. Uh, <laughs> that's that's I'm about to say that's between you, your conscience, and you know your superior being. Yeah whoever he or she or it may to. be you know what I'm saying <laughs> whoever you feel like you're going to answer to mm-hmm. um, what, 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 uh, what, what Richie Fonte call him you and your sky daddy <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> that's, that's between you your conscience and them um, heavy on the in them you know what I'm saying uh, <laughs> but uh, definitely we appreciate y'all joining us once again whether it's your first time please come back we got Mo we gonna have Mo we gonna keep having Mo yeah. For those who've been with us, you know what I mean, for previous rides, we appreciate y'all returning, man. Listen, whenever you listen to this, uh, just like I said um, in a previous episode, uh, make sure you count the wins. Uh, no matter how bad things is going, uh, make sure you check in on your strong friends. Strong friends, make sure you learn when to say no. Yes. Uh, Put the and as always. Put the barriers and the boundaries up. Build that wall and don't let nobody get through easily. You know, don't give anybody an in. Don't give them too much leeway because I learned you give a motherfucker an inch and they're going to take a mile. Straight like that. Um, be good to everybody you possibly can. I know some of them fuckers going to make it impossible. Yeah. So don't lose no sleep over it. But it's some other people who it's not going to take you much to just be kind to and be good to. Mm-hmm. Be smart. Be respectful. Be patient. As my co-host mentioned on previous episodes, the holiday season coming up. Y'all already know how the mad dash be. And sometimes you're not just, not just in the mad dash. you in the proximity of it. That'd be me. Uh, I'm trying to dodge that shit. Yeah. So, you know, just. Dealing well with that. <laughs> be patient with people and what they're trying to do. Uh, also be patient with yourself, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you, we didn't all get to do what we wanted to do by the end of this year, but God willing, there's another one coming up and just yeah. do what you can when you can. You got more uh, life to live, so you can get it done then. For sure. Be smart. Be respectful. It costs you nothing to be all. respectful, man. And it goes a long way. And most importantly, be good to yourselves. You hear me? On behalf of A.C.E., my brother, that's who we be. On behalf of my awesome other co-host, the current co-host of the Life Be Life and Podcast. Find us on Instagram 
at L-I-F-E-B, just the letter L-I-F-I-N-G on the gram. Hop in the DMs, hop in the comments, talk to us, follow us, we follow back, you feel me? And uh, like I said, man, y'all be straight. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Peace.